All right. I can't believe it. I got one of my best buds on the podcast. It's going to be great. Uh, may I introduce the one and only Mark Menk. Hey, yo. What's up? How you living, boy? Marky? Hey, we go way back. I'm happy to be here. We do really go way back. Kind way of, back. Kind of how many years, you, you would say? I would say, I don't know. Almost, almost a decade, right? Close. You were like 21, weren't you? I think I was 20. Shit. Yeah. 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 Goes back, baby. Almost a decade. All right. Well, it's an honor to have you. And, um, you know, and, and I've talked about you in the beginning episodes, the first maybe like two or three. Oh, yeah? I didn't listen. I'm kidding. We got a non-fanner. Uh, we got a non-fanner here. Yeah, I'm here to get converted. But that's a good thing because, you know, this is, this is all fresh to you, you know? I love it. All right. So, um, you know, we have, we're having Mark here because Mark is a, an amazing musician, uh, amazing songwriter. Oh, stop. And, uh, you know, there are plenty of bands. They play in plenty of bands doing uh, guitars and fucking farting and shit like that. It's fucking amazing. Big farts. Big farts, Never. left and right. I always deny the supply, though. But um, yeah, can you tell you know you know everyone when did you first start playing music? Um, I first picked up a guitar probably when I was eleven years old. I would say that's when I first started taking it seriously. I think I got one for Christmas when I was ten, but like didn't really know what to do. Didn't pick it up. Yeah. I remember the first guitar I ever touched. I think I was way younger. My mom got one for her 40th birthday from my uncle who builds guitars. He's a luthier. He gave her a nice nylon classical. Big old unk. Big unk. Unk Mike Mallon. She uh Is that the guy I saw? Nah. Nah. That's you saw hard. a different uncle. So different unk. They're all problematic. But, yeah. Ah, she. If you see one, you kind of saw them all. Ah, this but, guy, this guy. But this I still guy. have that nylon. That was the first guitar I ever touched, and I didn't know how to play it until many years later. But it's one I learned on. It's a nice nylon guitar. Nice. Um, you got into it at eleven, picked it up, then uh, never looked back. Started working at a music store, picked up drums, picked up bass. It was a wrap. There you go. Yeah, Mark. Mark, if you don't know Mark, you know Mark plays in uh, bands like. Uh, Divine and uh, mm. the burgeoning, and they've recently uh, started uh, doing uh, Mark Mallon, which is their solo project, which is pretty cool. I'm playing bass for that. Georgie's in the Mark yeah. Mallon band. I'm in. The, I'm doing. Uh, I'm eating bass. I'm eating the bass strings. Eating big fat caterpillar wave files. That's right. That's you know, wouldn't wouldn't have it any other way. You know, but uh, cool. So like, you start up playing guitar first, and then. When did you start playing? You said you played guitar or drums and bass. So I always wanted to play drums. I remember seeing School of Rock as a little kid, and there was that little guy with the spiky hair who played the drums. And I was it was a Jack Black movie, you know. Big and old, big old uh, JB. Big JB, and uh, that kid with the spiky hair. I was like, that's so punk rock, you know. As a little kid, thinks. I don't know. I was like, Mom, I need a drum set. Drum set for Christmas. I get a snare drum. I go, What's this? This ain't no kit. Can't yeah. play. She was like, she was like, Marky, that was like two hundred dollars. Yeah, and I, I didn't have any concept of money at all. She's yeah. like, a drum set's too expensive. And I was like, well, what's what can we get? You know, so next Christmas I got a guitar. Okay, yeah, an electric guitar with an amp. Like and a I was Fender like, Let's go. Strat, like a Squire. 
it was like a Elica Squire knockoff thing. It was like Dang. it was less than Strat. You my know? first guitar was a Squire. This is a I remember, Squire. Yeah, that was you know my what, first guitar. You know, I think it's like uh, pretty peculiar. I can't say that. I can't say ours, <laughs> but um. You ever think of a sunburst guitar, how good that used to look when you were a kid, and now yeah. sunburst, you look at it now, you're like, that's that plain shit. I don't want sunburst. Yeah, I'm like, that's that, like, cringe. Oh, man, shit. Yeah, yeah. But like I remember cringe. the first time I saw a sunburst guitar, I thought it was the coolest thing. I was oh, like, yeah. that's so weird yeah, I mean, cool like, the, looking. Yeah, the first time I saw that was, like, you know, uh, Guitar Hero 3, like, fucking Slash, like, yeah. playing the Sunrose, like, Les Paul. Let's go. Dude, let's go. That's right. But electric guitar was where it was at. So it was um, easier to learn. You know what what albums got you hooked as a kid? Or just, you know, yeah, yeah, I guess like when you first started playing music, what albums like really got you hooked? I was raised on Beatles. It was like a Bible in our in our house, you know. I know that. I was raised Catholic, but I couldn't find a damn Bible in the house, but there was a million books on the Beatles and uh, the, the fucking this records guy, everywhere. And this guy crazy. I remember there was a period of time that like I was able to like discern each of their voices as a young kid. I couldn't do. I couldn't. And then I couldn't. I couldn't it switched. Do it. Yeah, I couldn't do that. I remember there was a year of my life where I could, and then like for three years I couldn't, and then like it got back to being like now I can tell them apart. Yeah, like for me, for the longest time, they were just all the Beatles. I, I just couldn't tell, and then eventually, I think for me, I could tell George and or not sorry, uh, John and Paul apart. Yeah. But I can never tell John and George apart, because they they sound kind of similar. I had like a code in my head that was like, if someone's doing rasp, it's John. And then I started started hearing all the Paul rasp songs, and I was like, oh god, yeah. Kansas City, that's not John, that's Paul. Oh god, yeah. so now I got to rewrite well, my Paul code. Paul is like a little bit higher, like his yeah. voice register can he can really like belt, yeah, and like fucking like John could belt for some songs, but like I feel like John retired the belt until he brought it back on like that one towards song. the end. What was the um, Mother Superior jumped the gun. Happiness is a warm gun. That did did he did he? He started some, belting a little bit. Like, Don't you know what happened? Yes. D- did that's did, John? Did he do some belt for uh, your blues too? Yeah, belting. Maybe he's belting on I all think that. So yeah, White Album was like a belter. Yeah, but it's like as soon as you think you have it figured out, they swap it on you because oh. one of them will take their low harmony. White Album was like the Saturn of planets. Mm. You know, it was like he was. The, it's about the rings, the, all their belts. interesting shit yeah, in the, the rings. Yeah. I remember thinking, I my code for George was he's the one who needs to blow his nose. Okay. Listen, do I do? Do you want to know a secret? Okay, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, he's yeah. the one who needs to blow his nose. Hey, you need, yeah, you need to blow. You need to blow it. Okay, all right. So yeah, well, any other albums that like really hooked you up though, other what, than the beats? So what changed my life? Like one thing that's really um pivotal in my life is my father got sick with cancer and he passed away unfortunately um but when he was sick his one sister gave him a bunch of cds and this was like back when walkmans were a thing i had a sony walkman and he didn't really mess with cds like that and so i got all these cds that my aunt made my dad and the one that really stuck with me the most was sly and the family stone I don't think I... I've heard of the name, but I just never... Uh... Sign of Family Stone is like um, Different Strokes. Different Strokes for different folks. So on and so on. Okay. And then they also have um, Dance to the Music. Okay. The big old Trek. Yeah. Yeah. Look, it was just all funk bass, all like okay. crazy good vocals, which is like 
what I was digging about Paul McCartney doing his little Richard thing on all them like early Beatle yeah, records. Yeah. Sly Stone took it to a whole different level and I was like, This is killer. Good stuff. And that changed my whole life and got me into funk and also Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. She gave me one of those CDs. I know I know that one. The really high pitched shit. Sherry. Sherry baby. Yeah. That all like that falsetto yeah. kind of stuff. I, yeah. It like cause I it took me a long time to figure out how to sing. I still really can't sing now. But Yeah, when false, I first started singing, falsetto was falsetto like, was easy. Yeah, it was easy. To hear the pitch yeah. within your own head and get it. I mean I'm just I can't do it now. Don't hurt yourself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but man, it was like that changed my life. Just listening to Frankie Valley, the Beatles, and Sign of Family Stone, Led Zeppelin for sure. That was Zappy? like that was like. What's, your, what's your favorite Zeppelin album? Um. Oh my god. Maybe. Maybe one or. Houses of the Holy. Okay. Those two are like, for me, three has always been like a fucking. Oh yeah, you know three. It's hard to pick. I mean, because three got fucking since I've been loving you. I'm like, come on, like Brian, you stump. Like the squeak, the squeak on. and the kick pedal, and Emigrant since I've been loving you. Yeah, the squeaky, the squeaky kick pedal. Dude, you gotta love it, bro. Uh, but it's so good. Yeah. Like, um, babe, I'm gonna leave you is one, right? I got. I had to do one falsetto yeah. movement. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, I'm gonna leave you. Change my life. That's such a good song. Just that that like interjection of like a lead acoustic. Yeah, that boom. And kind of that, that like that solo, flamenco the, Spanish yeah. thing. Yeah, it's like it's like wow. It's all open. It's wide open now. Yeah, dude. It's so good. We can so do good. whatever. Yeah. Um. All right. Cool. Um. Let's. Um. I want to ask you. Uh. Favorite Halloween costume growing up? Um, favorite Halloween costume growing up, I would bust out um, Willy Wonka. Because like, when, when I shaved my face, people said I looked like Gene nah, Wilder. I mean, I guess we could, but like, I'm talking about like, like a little kid. No, I'm saying like when I didn't have a beard, people said I looked like Gene Wilder. Oh, okay, okay. And so I would like had long hair and I just went out, got a purple suit and a purple top hat. And I would be Willy Wonka for like three Halloweens in a row. Okay, you're okay. You're you're a consecutive costumer. I still am. Cause I, I rock it for like three to five years, and then I switch it up. Yeah, because that's what I used to do as a kid. I used to fucking when I was a kid, I wore the Pikachu costume. Yeah, dude. For like five years, and then or maybe like three years, and then like I I wore the Grim Reaper costume for like five years, and then like after ninth grade, I was like. Well, none of the, none none of sorry, none of the other kids are like going out, so I'm like fucking. I can't fucking wear the Grim Reaper, dude. When the kids ruin it for you, it's over. Like I remember my Halloween used to did, be did, so good, and did, the kids stopped. Did going you go out. trick or treating ninth grade? Ninth grade? Yeah. I think I went with Aunt Z from the Mark Mallon band. We okay. went. I think, not ninth grade. We went that was as the college last year freshmen. I went. Shit, we went as college freshmen as Scooby Doo and Shaggy because I had okay. the long hair and like the goatee. Okay. And he had a whole ass Scooby Doo. But costume. like before that, what was like the because uh, cut off? My 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 last year trick or treating was freshman year. I mean, I think I was like what, like thirteen. I was going. With my, I mean, we were, we were smoking weed and shit, but like that was like no one. Yeah, no one did that after that, right? You know. I mean, when my 
when my sister had her children, it, re- it reignited Halloween for me. Okay. Because I think, like, I used to go trick-or-treating with my dad, and after he passed away, it was kind of over. I was like, uh, so I think, like, after 11, I stopped trick-or-treating. Okay, yeah. So, for those years, which is only three years, what, like, when you're 14, you're a freshman? Well, I mean, I... Right? Ninth grade's 14. Ninth grade is, I think, 12, 13? Shit. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. I I was like, I was done. I was like, oh, I'm done with it. And, uh... But I love it now. I would go trick or treating right now. Dude, not I'll even, go, not I'll even go on with Halloween. You. Dude, I'll go with you. You know how pissed people would be? We're soliciting for candy. Hey, trick or treat. Dude, I'll go with you on I Halloween. I think people would call cops. I'll go on with us. you on Halloween. I'll <laughs> trick or treat with you. Oh, yeah. I was, I'm talking about not on Halloween. You should do a random I'm, day. So we think it's Halloween. I'm oh, talking about shit. On today's Halloween. not Halloween. On Halloween? Let's do it. I, I feel like if we go, go on not Halloween, we'll probably get arrested. We'll catch a case or yeah, something. Yeah, we'll catch a case. Yeah, we'll catch a case. But for real, we should Halloween. So my current. My current repeat costume is Star Lord from uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Guardians of the Galaxy. I have a legit five hundred dollar. I've seen the movie once. I got it like the I got it from the movie grade like Avengers Endgame yeah. cosplay Star Lord Chris Pratt. Oh, is that Chris Pratt's yeah. character? Okay, yeah. he's Star. Uh, that's what that. Okay, I thought it's just like this dope ass like red leather fucking jacket. I thought he was just playing Chris Pratt. Yeah, I mean, basically. If yo, tell me if if like I ever want to be an actor, if I can get paid to just be myself in every movie, that's the dream. Yeah, because it's just like it's like that faux actor. Who else does that? Who else just? Plays it was Paulie himself. Shore for a while, like back way back. Paul, is that from uh, Jersey Shore? No, Paulie Shore is like like gonna work on my tannage body. He's like the stoner original. Uh, okay. Um. Well, I Will mean, Ferrell's he, himself in every movie in a different way. Yeah, Jim Carrey kind of too. Until he started doing like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind and yeah. Number Twenty Three. But like, I'm talking about like nineties and like yeah, nineties. Two- like, Somebody stop me! Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. Jim Carrey we like yeah, when he was divorcing his wife, yeah. being like, "I got that real money now, son." What? Oh, you, got, you got to watch his Howard Stern interview. It's crazy. Shit, yeah, he's Jim Carrey's crazy. colors coming out. It's nuts. But crazy. he's he's since changed and rewritten his whole brain. And he's crazy. He's an interesting character. That's why Aaron, that's why Ariana Grande loves him. I need to divorce my wife. Well, you're not married yet. <laughs> uh, just, just you wait. Don't get married in New York or L.A. They're entitled to half your fame. Just you wait. Um, you ever get in a fight before? No, I avoided one. Um, and I've always been able to talk my way out of it ever since. Ah, oh, this guy. I don't like fighting. I've always not been non-confrontational in a way of that. I've always been like, we can just talk this out. It doesn't need to go nuts. It was over two-hand touch football. What? God was getting a little rough. And I remember the exact quote. I said, go suck some beans. That's what I said. You said beans? I said beans. Was and he, he like Hispanic he, or something? He, no, I didn't mean it like that. But it was he? Yeah, but he, because all my friends, <laughs> all, all my, <laughs> but he was, so my best friend, when <laughs> I, my best friend, my best friend when I was nine was my Hispanic neighbor and his cousin came to visit and his cousin was playing football with us and was going too crazy and like tackling these kids who like were younger. And I didn't even mean it in that way. I just didn't want to say go suck a dick. I said suck some beans or something. Yeah. I mean, beans are good. I don't think he it's took not it. a bad thing to He suck didn't on. even take it as it was racist or anything. Yeah. He took it as like, why are you even talking shit? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, beans aren't something as as. It's good. It tastes good. So, if you said that, I would be like, "All right." <laughs> I just, I just like was afraid to curse. I thought God was gonna get me back then. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, I, I, I mean, he's still, I he's still looking. Yeah, he's still going to get both of us probably, but we'll be hard. Right. Dude, I had some crazy dream like two months ago where like Lee and I were sitting right here in the living room area and like fucking Russian planes were fucking flying over us. That's a reality, dog. And just like you're a medium. And they were fucking just like dropping bombs and the fucking bombs dropped and like my body like flew out from the explosion. Ragdoll. Went right into hell. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, and then like fucking like Satan is just like, ruff, 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 ruff. and I was like, Jesus Christ. And like my like woke up, I was like, holy fucking shit. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, I was like, oh my God, I got to stop eating Slim Jims before bed. <laughs> you got to stop eating Slim Jims in general. Yeah, dude, seriously, they're bad. Should I put them on our <laughs> rider if I get us a tour show? You want Slim Jims on the rider? I, I mean, I do low-key like Slim Jims, but I'm not like an actual Slim Jim. What's guy. on the rider for the Mark Mallon band? <sighs> Say I get us like a nice show. Fucking Uts Hot Chips. Uts Hot Chips? That's the best one. Okay. You want me to give you a chip? Yeah. Right now? Yeah. Okay. I'm telling you. Uts Hot Chips incoming. Georgie V took the headphones Girl off. Of my dreams. He said, Girl of my dreams. We got a show coming up. I don't know when this is going to air, but we got a, our second ever show. Coming up on Kelly Drive to support the Abortion Liberation Fund of PA. Uh-oh, Uts Hot Chips. Let's go. Fit a big old handful. Okay, here we go. ASMR right here. ASMR, hold on. Uh. Pretty good, huh? These boys is hot. They nice though, These right? These boys is spicy. They nice. They kind of addicting, aren't they? I can't stop. They're mm-hmm. good though, aren't they? The flavors. You heard it here first. Uts oh, hot chip you on want, the rider. You want a plate? No, I'm good. You good? We can continue. <laughs> this guy, this guy. Um, favorite guitar player. Jimmy Page. Oh, I'm sorry. That question was players. Ah. Uh. Jimmy Page, Jimmy Page, Paul McCartney, Brian May. The classics. Oh. Dude, they're good, aren't they? Yeah. Dude, they're- I'm telling you, Uts Hot Chips are like the best fucking chips. Well, they chips. got the right amount of heat to keep you eating. Yeah, they're kind of addicting. The heat to keep you eating. They're fucking addicting. Derek Trucks, probably the best living player right now. Okay, okay. Fuck, Mark, Mark's about Danny to eat. Danny Gatton. Mark's about to eat the rest of the bag. Rory Gallagher. John Mayer pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you're like, you're not even like fucking like br- taking a breath. You're just eating. It, t- it keeps the heat away if you keep eating them. No, I'm telling you. I that, know it's coming for me. That's how good they are. They just keep on Uts hot chips. I'm telling you. Uts red hots. They're fucking banging. They're addicting. Oh, you guys get it. Fucking Mark's, Mark likes the fucking the G's of the G's. Paul McCartney, probably one of the best acoustic guitar writers ever. Also, he's a banging guitar player in general. Yeah. But, <gasps> oh, Dwayne Allman. Classic. Um, best and worst show you've ever played slash been to. What's up with that? Worst show I've ever been to was Dijon. <laughs> it was so boring. Really? But everyone was so into it. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I got hooked on it. Um, you ate the whole thing. I know. 
ate the whole thing. I got hooked that on it because of that. And a, and that was a handful and a half. I want more. Not yet. But anyway. I'll give you, I'll give you after this. I'll get. Let me talk shit. Yeah. I got hooked on the Dijon wave because I was watching that video that he put where it looked like it was a set, but it looked like it was like my house. Like an NPR thing? No, yeah, it was like looked like it was like a, a tiny desk kind of thing. Yeah, they, they built a set in a studio. Yeah. Know, it was a great video. And it was the hype. It was so hype. And I was like, oh, I want this like full band thing. But when I went to see it live, it was just like him sitting down. The energy was like weak and his voice was gone. Yeah. But everyone was like eating it up because like, you know, people would just fucking eat shit all day. But fucking boring ass show. I just fell asleep. Oh. And I knew all the songs. I was like, fuck. Yeah. Best show I've ever been Was to. it like a DJ thing or was it like a live band? There was like fake live band. It was like someone was triggering tracks. It was like that dope guitar player dude. He was killing it. Dijon was killing it too, but it was just like the energy was whack. It was it was just like a snooze fest, which is fine. If people were there for that, that's cool. But yeah. I like to be entertained, dog. Um, whatever, it wasn't my show. And um, I didn't have control. Best show ever recently was fucking the Heim sisters, dude. The I smoked that? it. Heim? Yeah. They got this song that's like, I fumbled it when it came down to the wire. They got that dope song with Twin Shadow. I don't know. Um, Saturdays. Boom, da, da, boom. Heim sick. Saturday, Saturday. Not Elton John, but. Anyway, there that was a really good show. That was at the Man Center. Um, Perfume Genius. I love Perfume Genius's live show. I've seen it twice. Killer, weird theatrical, like, art music. I'm not Very sure. Very good songwriter. No, it's just great concerts. It was like, like I've never been to a sold out like per- Perfume Genius show, but it, like it's growing each time. Yeah. And I like that it's not sold out because it's like just magnetic. Like everyone's there, loves his music and knows his music, and we just fucking smoke it. Well, um, what about best and worst shows you've played? Okay. Um, worst show I ever played was probably uh. George V Porch Fest, I was whacked out of my mind. <laughs> when I played, no, it was when I just guessed guitar. I'm joking. I was trying to burn you. Um, no, when I was whacked on Porch Fest and played, you played like on party. Come on, you know, you're walking away all antsy and shit. <laughs> no, um, oh, I found a hot chip under my leg. Dude, I need to, get, I need to give you a fucking bag for Christmas. Worst show we ever played was probably with the burgeoning when we went to some college and they didn't even have a PA. We like, the were like, fuck? yeah, they had to hire. They had to hire a sound guy on the spot. They told How the us, fuck. They told us there was going to be a PA. We flew there. We flew to like California. We flew to California, and we like get to this concert, and it's like, it's like a student-run carnival with like cotton candy and hot chips, and there's no PA. No way. You're just fucking with me. With no, the hot seriously. Chips thing. No, there probably was hot chips. Um, they hired a sound guy on the spot and the like the show was delayed like two hours and then we talked to the sound guy afterwards and we like we were just talking about pay and shit he ended up getting paid like two thousand dollars more than we got paid and i was like we flew here from california and you weren't even here like what do you get what did you guys get paid i think we like back then we were playing these college gigs for like thirteen hundred dollars a pop alex always brings what alex is the bass player except painting in his house recently And he was like, yeah, the college shows. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. They were half legit and half bootleg. But you didn't know what you were going to get. You could roll up and there would be like 200 freshmen there screaming, loving your band. I'm trying to get Alex on this. 
Oh, yeah. like he this. would be hilarious, dude. He is hilarious, <laughs> dude. He is fucking, hilarious. dude. Every time I'd come over, he'd probably to pay- get canceled though. Yeah, <laughs> the things he says sometimes, I'm like, what the fuck? Look, he, he works for the Steamfitters Union. He's just got that construction he was brain. Where me, he, he tells me some things sometimes. Say I'm, stuff like, I'm like, what? You just can't say on a podcast in West. Like, what are you saying? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's old school, but that's what happens when you work in the trade union. Yeah, I work in the trade union. That's just the way people talk. Or not, I'm sorry. No, I don't work in the union, but I work in the trade sector. Mm. And uh, I hear some shit. I'm like, the fuck? Uh, yeah. I'm like, why are you saying that right now? I don't know. It's like a weird vernacular. They just like come up with their own slang of like, this is what we're going to talk about today. And it's all bad. And it's like, oh, it's God. Crazy. Whatever gets you through the day, buddy. Best show. Um, hopefully this Friday, dog. <laughs> no, uh. Oh man, could be a dream. Yeah, best show I ever played. It's fun. It's hard. Do you ever feel that way? Like after a show, like you just like you know you like did well, but you're like very critical of it. It's like hard to like love the show because you like, ha- like my mind personally, like I'm always, I'm always critiquing, yeah. especially for Georgie V, because I'm always like, eh. Yeah, like, you want that ten show, and you're like, ah, oh, that was an eight. That was like, uh, well, I used to be more like that before COVID. Now. Mm. And then after COVID, I was thankful that you're a part that you were a part of it because you'd be like, "Oh, I don't want you to scream anymore." And I was like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "Clean it up." Yeah, and, I, and then like I was like thinking about it, and I was like, "All right," <laughs> <laughs> but like they do some because I was screaming for some of the like honeymoon and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, like half of the fucking music scene doesn't make sense to me, and half of it does. And I'm I, I'm kind of old school in nature where I want things to be. Like clean and just like tight and written to a certain way, but I also like having the grungy like we're gonna freak out and break shit. Like I like both. Like I've been to the basement shows and I've been to yeah. the full production where it's like you have to get there six hours before the show and you're waiting and you're sound checking and then like they have a timer for when you're on and you're not even drinking and you're just like there as like a product. And those shows are super clean but not fun, but like they can be fun. It's you know, there's a whole fucking spectrum of the shows. I think I think my favorite show is yet to come. I want a show where we get the hot chip catering and we get, like, you know, the rider. And we're all having a good time with all the buddies. All right. Well, uh, what's the craziest party you've ever been to? I don't know. Um, I wrote this question out being like... Does Mark want to talk about this? But I don't know. Well, craziest party depends. I mean, like probably when we got artist passes to Firefly and we were like partying backstage with like artists, like smoking weed with like famous DJs that like I was supposed to know but I didn't know. We the best music. Yeah, it's like oh this guy picked me up, slammed me through a table. One of the guys, it was funny. No and they didn't, they didn't even kick anyone out. They were like, ah, boys will be boys. I was like, why did I get slammed through a table? You got slammed through a table? At Firefly, yeah, it was fun. Bro, in the artist section. Can I slam you through a table? Yeah. All right. You WWE sl- style. Can you, can you slam me through a table? Monday Night Raw. You break me and my Georgie. back, I swear. I want to hit you with a trash can in a tall, oh. tall ladder match, me and Georgie V. Come on. <laughs> Come on. All right. Uh, favorite school lunch? Oh, my God. It was like vividly, now that I'm eating this hot chip, um... It's like on a Kaiser roll, like thick ham and cheese and mustard. 
Oh. With a devil dog. Oh, <laughs> this guy. This but also, guy crazy. also with some hers chips. Maybe Uts. Maybe Uts hot chips. You squeeze it in Uts the sandwich. You squeeze it in the sandwich. That's your lettuce. You know what I mean? Yeah. It makes it crunchy. It makes it crunchy. We yeah. all know about that. That's that Delco shit. Yeah. Then you get the devil dog. The yeah. dessert. Yeah, that's right. Oh. And then, I don't know. Maybe there was something nutritional in there. Probably not. You know. Yeah, you know, there's some cool school lunches. School lunch. I remember in high school when I was rowing, I would pack a lunch and buy a lunch. So okay. I, would eat, I would pack that lunch of the ham and cheese, right? And then I would go and I'll buy two slices of pizza and fries. This guy, this guy. Go nuts. Chicken parm sandwich. Because I'd never had a cafeteria in grade school. In high school, I had a cafeteria. So, oh, yeah. oh, what's that? Yeah. We're getting it. We're eating. We're eating large. We're eating. Uh, you ever get stranded anywhere? Yeah, I swam out to this island in Wildwood called Champagne Island, and uh, we we swam to it and we made it. Took my little nephew, my buddy Lorenzo, and my buddy Logan, and um, Logan that Lo- I know. Logan, yeah, Logan from the Burgeoning. Yeah. What? Yeah, he he swam like a champ. Logan is also uh, Alex's younger brother. If anyone is curious, if anyone's following along yeah, on the cast, maybe I'll have Logan on. Maybe I'll have Alex on. I think if I have Alex on, I'm gonna get like. Fucking like question marks. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this guy? Alex would be like a recurring character. He's, I would love to have Alex on. Yeah, Alex. Is cool. He's just a wall of truth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we got stranded at this island because the tide came in, and our buddy Lorenzo tried to swim back, and he got swept out to sea, and he got swept out until like you know the coast guard had to come get him. So I swam back to the island and just waited there with my nephew for the Are coast you guard a good to get swimmer? us. Yeah, but. Yeah. I, dude, I, when I, he got swept out, I just turned around and dude, went back to the island. I'd, I would probably just drown. So I had my nephew with me. I was like, yeah. I was swimming with him. He was holding on to my back. I was like, I ain't got a chance this. I'm going back to the island. That's right. But that's the only time I was ever stranded. Okay. Um, favorite state? I don't know. Going out on a limb, I'm just going to say Missouri. Why is that? I don't, I've never been. <laughs> what? This guy crazy. No. Uh, Born and raised in PA, you know, been to a lot of states around, but never staying long enough to call it my home, call it my favorite. So I'm just going to say Missouri. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Um, who would you say are the best uh, Philly songwriters right now? Mm, uh, definitely... My buddy Whit Lane from Divine, kid can crank out tunes like no other. He's just so prolific; he won't stop, and they're always banners. And I'm like, ah, oh. my boy, challenge me to be a better songwriter. You, Georgie V, when I joined on, when I it. when I joined your project and playing the guitar and then was learning how you put together your guitar chords and your changes and like your, you know, your borrowed chords and like the way they lead into each other. And I was like, this guy. What do you mean by borrowed chords? When you borrow a chord from a different key for a second just to get you somewhere else. That's what, okay. I, that's what I call that. Yeah, I don't, I don't, you had like, you know, I, you have a little something, like a little key transition in um, Distant Melody that I thought was really clever. It's like this chord that shouldn't work, but it does. Hmm. I don't know what it's called. I don't know theory, but... Well, I'm not a theory guy either, yeah. so... Yeah. But the ear thing is good. Even like the weird little changes you put on the bass lines. I'm like, this guy... It's musical. What for your music? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're on bass lines as well. Like you have the good uh 
school of Paul kind of ear about things. School of Paul. And that was the first time you, I heard you say that today. I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm a huge Paul McCartney fan. Keith, too. Keith from Goings. Yeah. Paul McCartney, School of Paul. Yeah, that's right. Um, Logan's a great songwriter from the burgeoning. Um, Alex Farr, Just Mad Nice. That's what they're called. They're a great songwriter. They're always cranking them out as well. Anytime they send me a new tune, I'm like, let's record this. I'd love to show you some of the new stuff I'm working on, too. After this, after the pod. After the pod, I'm getting a sneak peek of the new Georgie Vizzle. Yeah. I haven't... I decided I'm not going to sneak peek any of the songs this time around. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, like, I feel weird about Instagram. I kind of sneak peeked it. I kind of sneak peeked it. I feel weird about Instagram, like, when I'm, like, sneak peeking. I'm, like, sneaking peeking it to, like, my friends and all. Like, I'm trying to, like, have all my music be, like, secretive and then, like, kind of try to. Well, I used to be super sneak peekative. And then I was like, you know what? I don't care anymore. (laughs) It's fine. It feels good when people are like, dope. Yeah. But then it gets like tired or something. Yeah. Who knows? What's next for Mark? Um, I'm working at uh, the Wissahick and Brewing Company, serving beers. I'm hosting the open mic every Monday there. Every Monday from 7 to 9. You I hear bre- that there, folks. It's in Maniunk, East Falls area. So uh, we want to get some more people maybe doing the open mic yeah man yeah we've been doing it for a couple months now and uh it's every monday and i bring a pa i bring a guitar i bring an electric guitar we can jam it's always fun uh i work there a couple times so if you see me behind the bar i'll throw you a beer if you give me a wink because i'm that kind of dude or a wing oh a little chicken wing sneak me a chicken wing feed me baby that's right (laughs) that's right um yeah i'm working there and i'm using a lot of that money to uh Propagate the music career. I'm going to the studio a bunch. I'm uh, paying for artwork designs and uh, getting some vinyls made. And cool, yeah. Promoting some stuff, making some moves. Any, trying to any uh, any uh, anything on the up in the horizon for the Burge, Divine, or Mark Mallon shows um, or releases. Mark Mallon has a show. I don't know when this is going to air, but it's this Friday. On Kelly Drive. You gotta send me something so I can share it. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm posting tomorrow. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I'm bad with social media. Like I'm not. I don't tell. I te- I text everyone about the show. Like I text like all the people that so I we'll know set, personally. Make a make something or something so I can. Like, I got a flyer. I'll hook you up when when we're listening yeah. to your stuff. I'll hook you up right now, presently. That's right. So that's um nine sixteen. You know this Friday right. on Kelly Drive at the Glendinging Rock Garden. And it's the 50th show by The Monthly Fund. And it's a charity show where the proceeds go to the Abortion Liberation Fund of PA. That's right. It's, you know, you got to play shows to fucking, you know, help support other causes. It's not just for your pockets. And then we got Divine at the Yuki Club, a 4333 show where we're opening for the band Broke Body. Where they're That's releasing. my boy Jackie. Yeah, they're putting out some dope music. And they're we're also support. a painter. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, we'd love to know more about that. Yeah, that's like that's nine twenty nine, September twenty ninth. Cool. And then uh, we're doing a Christmas show, Dawson Street Pub, December seventeenth. May yeah. you have some Georgie. Definitely. That's gonna right. get, Georgie's gonna be there. We're gonna be playing Christmas tunes, maybe a full Georgie set. Christmas. Who knows? Sadness. Christmas. Happiness. Happiness. Sadness. 
Maybe some, uh, maybe some Vince Giraldi. Vince Giraldi. Okay. Yeah, on the in the background between yep. sets. Fucking uh, what else? What, uh, Mark Allen has a single coming out. Girl, in my dreams. I'm doing the artwork for it now. Oh. Oh shit! That's your favorite am song, am Georgie. I, am I playing bass for that? Huh? Am I playing bass for that? The release show. Yeah, I already have the. Well, I'm talking about the. I showed you the record. That's how you learned the song. But I mean, you changed the bass line of that one spot. Now uh, we got to re-record it. I'm, oh, oh, that's... We could. We're keeping it that way? I don't know. We're talking about this in real time, folks. This is this is how much Shit. on the edge you are. Shit. I'm, I'm on the edge. I'm on the edge. I'm like, what? Jordy's fighting for the bass line. I like this. We Dude, can do it. What? We can. Yeah, it's, you know, I'm, I'm mainly doing the artwork now. The, the final mix is not there yet. All right. Well, anything else you would like to say? Why are we wrapping this up? Yeah, it's on the wrap-ups. Um, the I love music. Music is life. Georgie's very talented. And I'm very fortunate to have him in my life. Known him since he was slinging chicken at Wishbone. Known him since he I was, was twenty years old, ripping guitar, going woo 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 in the band called The Coulter. That's right. And then I was there when he first was like, "I'm doing Georgie V," and he had that song that was all like, "Please don't be mad. I just wish you're so sad." Oh, uh, sad. Where are you coming home tonight? Yeah. That song. Was, that song ripped. Kind of. A, that's kind of a bop. I love that guitar part. Yeah. Oh, yo. Dope guitar player, Georgie V, right here. Um, I'm okay. I just like writing songs. Oh, do you know what today is? Uh, um, Today is the 18th anniversary of my father passing away. September 14th. That's a a heavy day, but I spent it doing things I love. Hanging out with my boy. Gotta, gotta. Rehearsing. Having a good time. I didn't know that, but... Thank well, you. he's the whole reason I got into music, you know. Yeah, it's good, you know. To that, that, that's tough, man. That's tough, and I appreciate you even. That I mean, that'd be hard for most people, and for you to fucking do all this, and we had rehearsal, and you had ah, you dude. had rehearsal earlier with someone else for, yeah. from the band. Mm-hmm. So like you, you know, it's it's integral. He lives on through me. You got to keep pushing. That's right. We got a guest. We wrapping this up. What are we doing? We listening we're, to some Georgie V. We wrapping this up. Yo. So um, thank you guys for listening. You know this is uh another episode. Um, probably be out either Wednesday. Not today's Wednesday. Either Thursday or Friday. Oh, let me shout out the socials. Go ahead. So you can uh. Follow Divine at Divine Band, D-I-V-V-I-N-E underscore band. Um, we have a single coming out this month called Coming Over. Uh, you can follow The Burgeoning at The, B-U-R-G-E-O-N-I-N-G. And you can follow Mark Mallon at The Mark Mallon Band on Instagram. All right. So that's exciting. You know, Mark's one of the, the best, one of the, you know, best guitar players and musicians that I know, Philly in the Philly area, probably just in the world. And uh, come on, this guy. Fucking hot chips. Fucking about to get him on hot chips. Fucking about to, about to fucking put him on fucking extra ten pounds. Fucking <laughs> this guy. Is this where the real good theme song comes in? No, no theme songs. This this podcast. it's a musicless podcast. 
Yeah, this this podcast is straightforward, so straight up. Straight up. <laughs> um all right, well thank you for listening, you know, and uh I hope you enjoy it. See you on the next episode. Love you, Georgie. See you on the next episode. <laughs>